Join with me for the next few minutes as I leave with you a message that the Lord has laid in my heart. My thumbnail this afternoon is taken from the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Let's hear the word of God together. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want to ask you a question. Can God be pleased? And if God can be pleased, how can God be pleased? Remember, we're talking about the God of the Bible. God is a spirit, infinite, eternal and unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness and truth. This God is our creator and maker. This God is sovereign. This God is a good God. This God is a trinity in unity, remember. This is the God who planned the great plan of redemption, sent his Son to fulfill and execute the plan, and has sent the Holy Spirit to apply in our hearts and lives the benefits of Christ's redemptive work through the regenerating power of the new birth. I ask again, can this God be pleased? The Apostle Paul says, So then we which are in the flesh cannot please God. So I asked you, how can God be pleased? And the answer, according to the Bible, is that God is only pleased in and through his Son, Jesus Christ, and our faith in him. Did you know the pleasure of God is rooted in his Son? Let me explain. It's rooted in the person of Christ. Remember the Father said three times, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. I've often asked the question, will the real Lord Jesus Christ please stand up? For let's remember who he is. He's not just son of man, son of Mary, son of David, but he is primarily the son of God. The Bible says, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. God was pleased with his son in his person, but God is also pleased with his son in his purity. The Son said, I do always those things that please the Father. You see, the Lord Jesus committed no sin. He never had a sinful thought, never uttered a sinful word, never committed a sinful deed. The Lord Jesus was absolutely sinless. He said himself, the Prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. But imagine being able to say, I do always those things that please the Father. You see, we believe, of course, in the sinlessness of Christ, in the doctrine of his impeccability. He was not able to sin. He was able not to sin because of who he is, the God, the Son incarnate. But Jesus Christ not only pleased God in his person and in his purity, but remember Jesus Christ pleased God in his passion as well. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 53 verse 10, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And that brings us to Calvary. That brings us to the place 
of the shed blood. You, you see, the pleasure of the Lord was being fulfilled in the death and blood shedding of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. So often we forget that. We must begin to realise this as you stand by faith at the cross, at God's holy will that was being fulfilled. The second thing that God is pleased with in relation to Christ is the plenitude of Christ. The book of Colossians says in Colossians 1 verse 19, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. You think of the fullness of the Godhead dwelling in Christ bodily. Christ is pleased with the plenitude of Christ. Christ is also pleased with the purity of Christ because the Bible says, I do always those things that please him. John 8 verse 29. See, the Lord Jesus never had a sinful thought, never uttered a sinful word, never committed a sinful deed. The Lord Jesus was absolutely sinless. He said himself, the prince of this world cometh and of nothing in me. He asked the question, which of you convinceth me of sin? You see, we believe in the sinlessness of Christ. He was the lamb without blemish. And because he was without sin, then he could offer himself a perfect once and for all sacrifice to God uh, for the redemption of his people. God was pleased with the purity of Christ. But God is also pleased with the passion of Christ. It says in Isaiah 53 verse 10, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. That brings us to Calvary. That brings us to the shed blood. You know, when you stand at the cross and you think about the attributes of God, the uh, righteousness of God, the holiness of God, the justice of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the truth of God, they all met together at the cross in the once and for all sacrificial death of God's Son. And it pleased the Father to bruise him. And of course, God was pleased with his physical suffering. God was pleased with his mental suffering. God was pleased with his spiritual suffering. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For he, that is God, hath made him, that is Christ, to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Christ, of course, has made unto us redemption and righteousness and satisfaction unto God. We can rejoice that it pleased God the Father to bruise him. We can rejoice in the passion of Christ because God the Father does. I want to tell you, God also rejoices in his people because it says in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 22, it pleased the Lord to make you his people. And it's a wonderful thing to be a Christian. And I've already shared my testimony with you last week. I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't already done so, because what a wonderful thing and privilege it is and an honour to be amongst the people of God, to know that you receive Christ, that he is your Lord and Saviour, and you become one of God's redeemed and God's special chosen children. But God is not only pleased with the people of Christ, but he's also pleased with the preaching of Christ. It says it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And it's not the preaching of foolishness, it's the preaching of Christ. And of course, to
to many people it is foolish to preach about Christ and his once and for all sacrifice and the fullness of his personal work. But this is what pleases God. And of course, we would call for a rediscovery and a return to the preaching of a Christ-centered worship and a Christ-centered ministry. Sadly, many have turned away from Christ. Many are not preaching Christ. They're preaching principles. They're preaching this, that and the other, but they're not preaching the Christ of the Bible. They're not holding up the old truths as taught in the scriptures. And I can honestly say, and I rejoice that I'm able to say, that I uh, seek by faith every week to proclaim something about the personal work of Christ and endeavor to have a Christ-centered ministry. But you know what also pleases the Father? He is pleased with the prosperity of Christ. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 53 verse 10 that the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. And what is the pleasure of the Lord? It's tied into the eternal redemptive work of, of Jesus Christ. It's, it's the gathering in of a chosen people, a people who have repented, a people who have received Christ as Lord and Saviour, a people who seek to live uh, being conformed to the image of a son, a people who hate sin, a people that love righteousness, and a, a people that want to uh, live according to the teaching of the Bible. Remember our text as we started out? Hebrews 11 verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him if you want to please God you must have faith in him forsaking all I trust him you, you must come and believe that God the Father is you must come to him on the basis of faith in him and you must seek his face and he has promised to reward diligently everyone that seeks him by faith I commend this little thought to you think about how God can be pleased and God can be pleased only in and through his son and he's pleased with everyone that has faith in his son Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior may you enjoy and experience that faith in Christ today in his name thank you for listening